0: When You're Too Cheap to Go to the Library, The Look Inside This Book Club.
1: I'm Becky Selengut.
0: And I'm Matthew Amster-Burton. So we're here. <laughs> hey,
1: um, hey. Um, let's just get right into this. Um, and by into this, by this, I mean um, I was at the Apple Store because my computer fan was running continuously, which yeah, is no
0: fun. It's no fun. And then
1: my cursor just does this like kind of wonky, shaky thing where I can't quite catch it. Yeah, you all in the audience can see what Becky's doing with her <laughs> hand, right? Making a little jiggly motion with my hand, like jiggly pop. <clears throat> so. Uh, The Apple store at University District, uh, I'm sure you've been there many times, is always, always crowded. So I decided to make an appointment at the very beginning of the Seahawks game, thinking it would clear out everyone. Smart? No. 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 I think everyone had the same idea. But
0: like... Was it was it like even more full of nerds than usual? Because like all
1: the cool people went to the football game. I think that. Well, I guess that might be true. Um, They're all. All the workers were wearing blue shirts, which is a bad idea because normally they wear they've they've worn red in the past, which really makes them stand out. They all blended into everyone else.
0: Yeah, that's true. Everyone wears blue shirts.
1: Everyone wears blue, and and I had that thought. Have, Have you noticed that? Like. Everyone wears blue shirts. Oh, I I
0: gave myself last. This is embarrassing. So so let me tell you. Uh, last year, I um I my New Year's resolution for last year was not to buy any blue shirts.
1: Yeah, I mean over
0: just over the course of that year, and then I went back to
1: buying blue shirts. That is such a first world New Year's resolution. Thing to right. Have. <laughs> I will not buy those shirts. So, yeah, so they were all blended in, but that's not right. My- and, that's, and so I, I couldn't get hired at the Apple store. <laughs> exactly. What would be a color that would make them stand out? Puce?
0: Um, yes, except I don't know what that is. Must- I know the word mustard. Mustard yellow, yes. Mustard. Oh. Well, I mean, it's it's Apple. It's like the the most high technology company in the world. Couldn't they give them like glowing shirts or like water shirts or um, shirts that give off a special aroma that draws you to them? You oh. know, something something with a, with a little tech in it.
1: All good ideas except the aroma that draws people to <laughs> maybe, them. Yeah. Considering
0: that there's like eight thousand people in that store. pheromone shirts. <laughs> pheromone shirts. Uh, maybe maybe a shirt, just a shirt with lots of pockets, like. Oh,
1: oh, just because they'll, the yeah, they'll look ridiculous. Yeah, uh, because they
0: look ridiculous. What about, uh, you know, um, every once in a while, um, I see like uh, you know some some clothes store that I'm shopping at on online. Usually, will have like a uh, try and sell me like a a piece to garment that it's like color block. Did you with, say like,
1: piece to garment?
0: Yeah, piece to garment. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. It's like color block with like different colors just different squares like coming together like a, like an abstract painting mm-hmm. and it's always i always have the feeling like oh you know this is something a fashion person came up with and uh and they're like we'll try this and see if anyone buys it and no one ever does and it you know gets marked down 90 percent the next day maybe they could give all of those
1: i'm wearing that shirt right now Matthew. yes
0: i know <laughs> Yeah, but, but uh, you you make it work. Thank you. So that's not even my story, that whole oh. thing. So
1: the story is is that I'm um, waiting there for them to, to tell me how much the damage is. Oh,
0: the, the fact that they wore shirts wasn't your story? That wasn't okay. my story. It
1: wasn't really a good story. And there's a—I a, uh, will not use the word millennial. That's the last time. I, first and last time I'll use that word. There was a young woman mm-hmm. to my left, and I overheard this conversation. All right. Genius guy. Good news. We were able to get that thing out of your audio, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. says, oh, I'm so glad this has been, su- I-, I have been suffering. I live in Yosemite. And it's been six months, and I haven't gotten any music in my car, and it's been such a burden, and it's just yeah. been so painful, and I've really been suffering, so you don't know how, how happy I am that you got that thing out of my audio jack.
0: Well, I, you know, I feel for her. I know what that can be like. Um, you know, my compassion knows no bounds, even where
1: it should. Um, so, my question is: what would get what would get unstuck from one of your computer ports that would make you feel like you were no longer suffering? I mean, besides my dick. <laughs> Besides your dick. Um, my finger. And you just admitted your dick is extremely small. My tongue. One-eighth yeah. inch. What is it? One-eighth millimeter?
0: Um, well, I mean, it depends which port. I mean, like, if I stuck it in the USB port, that's a little bigger, but also kind of rectangular and flat. I don't think there's a peephole in the back
1: of a computer.
0: Uh, yeah. Wait, isn't that how internet porn works? I've been doing it so wrong. I've just been putting my eye up to the little hole in the back of the
1: computer. We should do it like Porky's 4.0. oh. <laughs> It's
0: just, <laughs> just holes in the back of computers. Yep, that's yeah, that's how to bring that up to date. Um, have you ever um, seriously now? Have you ever defluffed your your headphone jack or your or your lightning port on your phone? It's very satisfying. Timeout. Fluffed. De-fluffed? I know what fluffed means. But what do you
1: mean by defluffed?
0: I mean like you know it stops working, or you can feel that like you know it's harder to jam the thing into oh, the fluffed. jack. Like like right. lint. it. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you stick in a needle in there and, and yes, pull I have out done that. a ball of fluff. It's so satisfying. Well, like, it's
1: it's like your belly button lint to a high-tech oh, yeah. high tech degree. Well, it's like
0: your belly button lint only useful. Like there's no, mm. you know, you don't get anything. You don't win anything when you clean out the belly button lint except satisfaction. Whereas when you clean out your, your port, you get you know, charging or music or whatever you're looking for.
1: Well, I get satisfaction because I use a, ma- a lit match when I clean up my belly button. Sure, lint. of course. So.
0: Do you douse the lint in gasoline first uh, or really <laughs> just like goes up? Like I,
1: I live on the edge. Uh, so anyway, so this, she was suffering uh, and to get back to my story. Sorry, I thought the story was over. <laughs> it's sort of over, but I, I was having a conversation with my parents on the phone and, and I just told them about this and I said, you know, dad. Brenda, my stepmom. Um, When you guys—that how you addressed her? Brenda, my stepmom. Brenda, my stepmom, with a question mark because I'm not sure. Right. Um, When when you raised me, was there what was the talk around the water cooler about our generation? Like because we clearly have talk about this current coming up generation. And what did you guys what what complaints did you have about kids born in the 70s raised in the 80s? That's an interesting question. And they, they said, hmm, that's a great question. And they sat there and they thought about it. And they said, you know, we really don't have, don't think there was any. That's not true. Which I said, that that's is not, not true. And I said, that is not true. I want you to think really hard because everyone complains about the, the, the younger generation. But then I started really thinking about the 70s and how at least my brothers and I were raised. We were raised like wolves. <laughs> sure. Maybe that generation of parent was just like they were so busy congratulating themselves for the fact that their kids were raising themselves while they were like having fondue parties and going to discos. A fondue
0: party is where you get a fishbowl and you put your keys in it, right?
1: Yeah. And like they were like sending out their children to buy them cigarettes like they had it made with kids of our generation. Yeah. But the thing the
0: thing I remember, I mean, there's there is that. But also I definitely remember like the the big worry about our generation was that we were stupid and uh, we were going to like lose to the Russians or the Japanese or something in like an international smarts competition. And like the, the U.S. was going to decline into irrelevance. Um because because uh, you know our schools were failing and uh, kids were apathetic and we were all on drugs. I think our I think, parents
1: were all on drugs. Of course, <laughs> no. I'm not saying this was true, <laughs>
0: right? It was it was classic displacement. Um, but I think so. I think it's a little bit different nowadays. I don't hear like kids are stupid so much anymore. I think now it's like and selfish entitled. Right. Okay, um,
1: listen, listeners. If you we have any listeners that are in the uh, 70 plus set and, and do you, you think had we children. do? We, 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 I want to hear it. I am no longer going to stereotype our listeners no, because no. we the youth are listening, and that doesn't mean, you know, we, no, no, very no, well. No, no, I definitely want to hear it. The from, boomers could be yeah. listening. So, boomers, if you're listening. My mom listens to this sometimes. There you go. So, uh, Judy Amster++, Plus, let us know. <laughs> what, what were your complaints about our generation? Um, yeah, I mean, I
0: think every you know the, the parents of every generation consider them a bunch of uh, fuck nuts in one way or another like, I, I, I think it's so just, too it's, and it's, I think it all comes down to like uh, you know I, I used to be cool I am no longer cool and so I'm going to pick on the people who are now cool right. because I'm jealous except
1: millennials really aren't cool <laughs> Right. Yeah, they really are. To but, prove your they point. really to are. Prove but your point. It's, exactly. it's definitely different now. <laughs> All
0: <laughs> okay. right. We're going to take it
1: to a break, right? Oh, do you have a story? Uh,
0: yeah, what? I'm just going to roll right over your story. Um, I went to, it's not really a story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Uh I went to Tacoma this weekend, Tacoma, Washington. Oh my god, that's uh, a big trip for you. Yeah, too. I, I caught a ride down and took the bus back. Uh to be on a podcast called Radio Versus the Martians where I um <laughs> which uh will probably be out by the time uh, my episode will probably be out by the time you hear this. Uh just search for Radio Versus the Martians. I was on the episode talking about the Fast and Furious movie series, which is my favorite thing.
1: Wait, and, back up. Can you slow down? Because there's too much nerd coming into my ears right now. Yeah, okay. I can't handle it. The all. title
0: of the show <laughs> Radio versus the Martians. Uh huh. It's a movie podcast. Uh Uh, on the episode i was on we talked about the fast and furious movie series um, a series of movies about cars i did admit up front on the show that i have neither a car nor a driver's license but i love these movies um and when we were coming into tacoma i was like you know i'm an enlightened guy like i don't have prejudices about tacoma like so many people in seattle do like seattle tacoma there's like a you know long simmering like uh good-natured rivalry like uh you know, I don't I don't actually I don't actually know what Tacoma people say about Seattle, right? Do you? No. Um
1: I don't mess I don't, you know, mix with Tacoma people. I, I assume people. Tacoma
0: people think Seattle is like overcrowded, expensive, right. um full of hipster douchebags. Um you know, Tacoma kind of sucks. <laughs>
1: I think Tacoma's awesome. I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. I think there's some really cool art culture and great little um, uh, museums and, and restaurants. I'm sure and this is And it's up and coming, and it's really cool. I think it's been up and coming my entire life. And
0: someday, you are long such a after I'm gone, bag. it'll get there. You were such a hipster douchebag. All right, so that was my story. Tacoma sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've got Tacoma screw. That's good.
1: You know, we have a very limited audience pool, listener pool. You, Probably. We're you, really not in a position to piss off Tacoma. Well, it's not the people. It's just like how uh Well, you it, pissed off the people by by
0: sh- you're right. shitting you're right. They already their turned Right. off city. It, It's the people. No, no. Uh it was fine. Great time on the podcast. Oh, fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I give I give Tacoma C+. plus
1: What 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 specifically did you not like about oh, Tacoma? Oh, specifically
0: was uh I was the waiting... aroma
1: the aroma of Tacoma cuz that's oh, that, very that popular. Is, that's
0: really a thing. It's a smell. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It does smell. Um the, no, it was that I was waiting for the bus uh, downtown at a time that uh, I feel like downtown Seattle would have been hopping and it was like me and a bunch of uh, uh, raving homeless people. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, I'm not I'm not saying I'm better than a raving homeless person by any means. In a lot of ways, I'm worse, mm-hmm. but uh, it was uh, somewhat uncomfortable.
1: Oh, all right, then. All well, right. We're going to take it to a break. We're going to come back with this week's book, which is Crap Killer, Soul System Renegades. A prequel by Felix R. Savage. Felix R. Savage is a good name. It's a All great right. name. My finger teaches you many things, Matthew. Yeah, that's true. I just taught him how to use his Kindle a different way.
0: Yeah, that's the other part of my story. My My home internet is down. Uh, and so we're, we're going to have, we're having to do this like by candlelight.
1: We're going um, Flintstones here and we're oh using yeah. his
0: Kindle. We're using, we're using my Kindle and this Kindle is like two years old.
1: I'm embarrassed to hold I it. I mean,
0: the, the suffering, I've been suffering with this for <laughs> so long.
1: No, you have to say it with vocal fry.
0: Oh, uh, the, the, the suffering. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah it's yeah. totally like that. We're going to have like all these women with like throat cancer.
0: <laughs> Doing what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they because they've been using vocal fry for so many years. Oh, I see. Uh, okay, well, Litpick listeners, we're going to do something new, and we are going to rely upon you to let us know if you yay or nay this new idea. Yeah, but yay it or nay it. Yay it or nay it. Um, and by the way, before we get going... Yay it do, or nay oh, it and by the way for this new idea, we must send out props to the person who left us a review and gave us roller derby names. Okay, what was my? It was, I remember my last name was Slamster Hurtin'. Uh, <laughs> Mayhem
0: Slamster Hurtin'? Was that? It? Mayhem, yes. Mayhem
1: Slamster Hurtin'. Do you remember mine? Uh, no. Gosh. I'm totally anyway, spacing on my head. Go to iTunes. Go to iTunes, look at the reviews. They were incredible. I, well, bad... we'll
0: post we'll post the names in the show in the show notes
1: yeah slamster what 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 um did we ever mention roller derby like in order to have i a not so. or
0: is it just some i don't i don't know what roller derby is i know it's a thing where oh where... my god
1: you don't i have four friends who are of course ex- you do roller well, derby I know, girls. I know
0: it's a thing that they like strong women do and they get hurt and they have cool names and probably involves skates
1: my one friend's name was um Chevy chase That's good. And then my other friend's name is... um, Oh, oh, my memory is so (laughs) bad. So when you said we're going to try a new thing, is the new thing not talking about the book? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's our new thing. Our new thing is we're going to read a certain portion... We're not going to guarantee that it's going to be the whole portion, but a certain portion of the preview, uh, that look inside Kindle, and then we're going to interrupt ourselves with commentary, inline commentary, because we think that'll be much more understandable to you guys, and you'll get to really see exactly what it is that we are reacting to.
0: Okay, I mean, yeah, definitely the books, the books we read. This will make them understandable.
1: Absolutely. Okay, so without even a summary, we're just going to get right into Let's this do book, it. Uh, Crap Killer, Crap Killer. <clears throat> To minimize its time in Jupiter's radiation belt, the Sergeant Shriver... Did you think Maria Shriver right off the bat? Sar- was Sergeant Shriver Maria Shriver's father? I think it's what she called uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in, be- or in bed. Sergeant was Sergeant called his penis. The founder of the Salvation Army? Um, Sergeant Shriver was some guy. I'm sure it was some guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, to minimize its time in Jupiter's radiation belt, the Sergeant Shriver decelerated so hard that many of its passengers grayed out. I didn't even know that was a thing. Graying out. Um, I guess it's. A or did they? This author well, make that
0: up? Um, I don't think so. I think I think it's a thing. But here's what I don't understand: How does decelerating get you through a radiation belt faster?
1: I have no idea. Did, I, I mean, radiation I, must do crazy things to the time space continuum. Yeah, that's it. That's what. That's how I answer all p- life's problems. <laughs> or it was a typo. <laughs> But no, because like, yeah, anyway. I love books like this, this like sci fi futuristic stuff, because I love that they're they, the way they play with language. Like, for example, mag sails folding. So they're talking about the sails on this. Obviously, they're not sails, but mag sails. It's kind of a cool word. Yeah. Mag sails folding. The ship roosted on the icy plain of Neath Spaceport on G- Ganymede. How did you know how to pronounce that? Because I'm a nerd. Is there, is there some history of that name? or uh, just... Ganymede is a moon of Jupiter. Oh, it is an actual yes. thing. You are a nerd. Uh, thank God for nerds. On, uh, can say it again? Ganymede. Ganymede's, I was pronouncing it uh, Ganymede. Uh, Ganymede's leading hemisphere. Elfrida, <laughs> Elfrida Goto regained consciousness on the floor of the senior trainee's bathroom. She'd ignored the warnings to strap in.
0: <laughs> strap in.
1: She met the eyes of Jennifer Colden, whose idea it had been to get rid of their stash by injecting it all at once. <laughs> Never a good idea. Well, I Rookie know. mistake. It depends. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Here's a direct quote. <laughs> Errg Elfrida <laughs> oh, said. Out on the radiation-soaked ice, four rovers rolled between the parked spaceships. They looked like crude ice sculptures on threads. Treads. Banners unfurled between them. Welcome, Space Corps. Ganymede congratulates the graduating class of 2277. Nice. Colden rolled onto her side and threw up. A housekeeping bot trudged across the galley floor and vacuumed up the puke. We must stop here. Oh, okay. I got something to say. Do you think that like it's like a Roomba, like a futuristic Roomba? I hope they've figured out the key problem of, of puke- or poop, and Roombas. Do you know what I'm about to say? I have no idea. I've never used a Roomba. Okay, so you I've know have only what, watched what it is, videos though, right? of
0: cats riding around on okay, them. Okay,
1: so my friends had a senior dog. They left the dog at home alone. The Roomba was scheduled to go off. I didn't the, even know you could schedule a Roomba. You can schedule the Roomba at certain oh, wow. times of the day. The dog had massive diarrhea. Gross. The Roomba went to clean up the massive diarrhea, and then got it all in its wheel treads, and then did its whole circuit around the house. Ah, <gasps> uh, That is the, the failing aspect of a Roomba and pets. Now, I imagine this robot
0: being like Rosie from the Jetsons.
1: I did too. Yeah. Yeah, like sort of like a hummingbird, kind of like and just like sort of clean up.
0: <laughs> sure. And <laughs> then we just,
1: just fly back up.
0: Yes, because that's what Rosie from the Jetsons was like.
1: <laughs> that's in my mind. <laughs> a housekeeping bot trudged across the galley floor and vacuumed up the puke. Elfrida. Is it Elfrida or Elfrida? I think Elfrida, El but I don't know. Elfrida.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, man. <laughs> um, when I was a kid, I thought the bass guy from the Oak Ridge Boys was so cool. The guy the guy would say like, mmm, Who are the Oak Ridge bop, bop, bop. Boys? They-
1: Just uh- kidding. <laughs> Elfrida. Notice that up was up and down, down again. That's some deep shit right yeah, there. that's good. Am I ever ready for some R&R, cold and groaned? Um, cold in, like we've done anything else since we've, um, cold in, like we've done anything else since we left earth. Oh, the suffering. That love juice was crap. Right. I don't feel loved up. I feel sick. Um,
0: so the, the drug they, they took was called love juice. Love juice. <laughs> so that's just, what do you think that's that just that is? Jizz, right?
1: No, it just seems like it's like, you'll, we'll, we'll get to it later. I don't want to jump ahead. We'll talk more about <laughs> okay, love juice. Great. We took too much, said Alfreda. She grabbed the wet wipe dispenser to pull herself upright. Okay, pause. <laughs> yeah. Pause. Twenty-two seventy-seven. dollars 77 And we, they still, we have still have wet wipes? wipes? They're not that good to begin with. <sighs> I don't come know. Come on. Well, Do you mean, have a housekeeping bot.
0: Do you need a wet wipe dispenser? What, you think the housekeeping bot should just like come over and, and yes. like lick the, yes. the, the uh, drool yes. off of your face? Yeah, That sounds pretty good. Yes. I agree. <laughs>
1: And do you think a wet wipe dispenser is sturdy enough to pull, pull yourself up on? No, I no, I
0: imagine it being like, uh, you know, like one of the dispensers. Soap they, dispenser. Yeah. Yep. Um, which which I'm sure like drunk people do try and pull themselves <laughs> up on and it never works out. I can out.
1: totally see. Yeah, I can just totally sure right. what that looks
0: like. <laughs> yeah. just and, and they end up just like kind of.
1: It opens up.
0: <laughs> yeah. The bag of soap just flops <laughs> on their head and it like <laughs> dribbles down their face and, and then, then they a, puke. Th- and then a bot comes over and licks it all up. <laughs> Yeah, in the future, bots will have tongues. That's, that's the only thing in life that I'm really sure of.
1: We took too much, said Alfreda. She grabbed the wet wipe dispenser to pull herself upright. Figures sleeted across her woozy brain. Ganymede's gravity was 17% of Earth's. Diameter 5,268 kilometers. Biggest moon in the solar systems, system. Its day lasted just over a week. The 3D mirror framed her re- reflection. Cotton candy, pink hair. Filed incisors and a lost nerdy-toss tattoo on okay. her cheek.
0: Stop a second, 3D mirror. Because here's the thing about mirrors: <laughs> when you look in a mirror, it's the 3D. reflection is 3D. 3D. <laughs> <laughs> the mirror itself is flat. Anyway.
1: Well, so what do you think that? What do you think that other meant? I think it's like maybe a hologram thing. When in yeah. doubt, I think hologram. it's probably hologram. When, when in doubt, hologram. Yep. Okay, I can't believe that's what you chose to focus on and not the filed incisors. Oh, yeah. What the that hell? Too. Well, you know, fashion. Well, okay. Is that going to be a thing in 2277?
0: Well, it's probably a thing now because everyone loves werewolves and vampires. Um, I'm running my tongue along my teeth right is, now. Is filed incisors
1: any crazier than grills? You're right. Good point. What's a lost nerdy toss? Do I not know that? You should know that. Um... Is that a thing? Put it in context again. Uh, let's see if this helps the context. Cotton candy pink hair, filed incisors, a lost nerdy toss tattoo on her cheek. Um, I'm going to say it's like a, a punk gang, band, gang of nerd girls. Yeah, punk band, punk band. Yeah. Okay. So it's but it's not actually a thing. No. Remind me never to score drugs on series again. Colton said, "Grown." She she actually said, "Grown." Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good point. Like um
0: you i mean you've, you've scored you've scored drugs on series right yeah it never turns out well yeah um i got sold a bag of starburst candy and they said this was the best stuff yeah. and they're right because starburst is really good so actually never, it went fine you should never go for the
1: unbranded love juice that's a good point the class of 2277 gathered in
0: the <laughs> wait i just figured out what love juice is it's kombucha
1: <laughs> <laughs> no of all the things it could be it's not kombucha <laughs> What's that thing with the little beads in it? That... Orbits? What?
0: Uh, a Chia seed. Chia
1: seed drink.
0: <laughs> Orbits was the thing with the beads in it in the 90s. Was it a drink? Yeah, it was like a drink with like floating jelly bits Ew, in it. It was I, gross. I never even heard of that. But it looked cool. Well, it sounds like a space age sort of drink. Yeah. That's, that's what, yeah, Orbits. Yeah. With a Z, I think.
1: Yeah. Okay. The class of 2277 gathered in the ship's, ship's boarding lounge where the dean reminded them that they would be expected to uphold the high ethical standards of the Space Corps during their stay on Ganymede. 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 I'm going to say all it my right. way. fine. While this is a graduation trip, a treat for all of you wretched youth, remember that you have not yet received your assignments. Do you care to talk about youth?
0: Wait, did it, it actually said youth?
1: Wretched youth.
0: Like Y-O-U-F.
1: Does he have a speech impediment?
0: I I feel like he's being he's like being funny,
1: but I don't know. Here's 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 a thing. We are now talking about is it a thing in twenty two seventy seven? Is youth <laughs> <laughs> yes. is youth saying youth a thing? That's a good that is a very good question. How do we yeah, get the answer to that?
0: Um it seems like in twenty two twenty seven, uh like the English spoken in twenty two twenty seven will be barely comprehensible to us. It because like we'll a... be dead.
1: Probably true. <laughs> Probably <laughs> they gotta come up with something. You're yeah, I hope gonna, so. they're gonna come up with something. The youth these days are smart. That's true,
0: except except the millennials.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> Sorry, millennials. At this point, Elfrida and Colden flew into the lounge, uniforms rumpled, gear trailing from their hastily packed rucksacks, mocking texts piled into the HUD area of Elfrida's network interface contacts. That's Google Glass, right?
0: yeah yeah absolutely
1: um half blinded she stumbled against magnus christensen the trainee who ranked top on every test they were given oh he's a top and he's (laughs) and it sounds like he's swedish totally swedish it's a miracle you two even graduated christensen texted her pushing her upright so her boots could grip onto the floor what (laughs) question in 2220 2277 they text each other as they're in front of each other yeah, because they have helmets on but and they, they can't talk to each other. But they also have like grippy boots. Grippy boots. Oh, the grippy boots is what got you. It was the texting while standing in front of each other. Clearly, I mean, I think
0: I think we we read the same book, but it got very different very, things out of it. Yeah, I like it. I like it too. Yeah. No, I want. I don't care about the texting. I mean, like, yes, that uh, that's a weird thing to do. But I want some of these boots.
1: This is a classic example of women are from Mars and men are from Venus, or whatever yeah, that. Yeah, women are course. from Ceres, <laughs> men are from Ganymede. <laughs> Ganymedes. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's picking up more letters as we go great <laughs> it's rough it's vaguely greek now <laughs> um it's a miracle you two even graduated christensen texted her pushing her upright so her boots could grip onto the floor well we did Elfrieda texted back not very cleverly it's not over yet they won't <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> if you're the author
0: you could just make her say something clever instead of st- making say making her say something not clever and then having to add not, not very not cleverly, cleverly. <laughs> I guess it's... yeah. Maybe we could help out here. What would be a better comeback? So he said, "He said, uh, I can't believe you two graduated." graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, so Alfreda texted back, "Oh yeah, I can't believe you're such a dipshit." Okay, maybe maybe it is hard to write. A, yeah, it's text It's hard, text. To, it's hard yeah. to write good dialogue. Uh, right. As soon as we're done with this, with this, I'll think of what she should have said.
1: Okay, that's helpful. It's not over yet. They won't say so, but this is our final exam. Flunk it, and you'll probably get assigned to series. Cirrus no Sirius is correct Ceres. Elfreda knew he was right the Space Corps could be sneaky like that
0: <laughs> that is what everyone says about the Space they're Corps they're so sneaky. They are the sneakiest branch of the armed they're forces they're so sneaky the Space Corps and the Green Berets always
1: giving us the runaround it's so cute when they hide behind Jupiter yeah, like and wave, <laughs> send an emoji, <laughs> and then flash us.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Space Corps, they're,
1: they're, uh, they're the flashiest. They, yeah, they're always jumping out from behind planets. But after two years of training, she had a pretty good handle on what was expected, what counted, and what didn't. Drugs and debauchery, for example, no problemo. Wait, is that something that does count? Okay. Yeah. Venus for me, she texted, the exclamation marks belying her bloodshot eyes and wobbly posture. Wait, (laughs) nah, I'm not even going to (laughs) try. There are a limited number of guests, Christensen replied, and one of them's mine. He's kind of a jerk already. Oh, Magnus Christensen? Yeah, Yeah, totally. No, I hate that guy. Yeah. So he wanted Venus too. Well, everyone did. In the year 2277, the only reason people joined the Space Corps was to get assigned to the United Nations Venus Remediation Project. This screamingly ambitious scheme to terraform the planet Venus had seized the imagination of a whole generation. UNVRP was the new frontier, pushing the envelope of possibility in a solar system where it could seem that technology's limits had already been reached.
0: Except that there's no replacement for wet wipes yet.
1: Right. Except other we're... than that, that that is going to be the last thing. Seriously. And then and then we've got space utopia. Yeah. We'd still have someone puked and fallen over with the soap on their head and the wet wipes <laughs> on their ears. Those limits, however, encompass some achievements that previous generations generations would have found fantastical. You're going to get me on this one. H-E-3, helium-3 deuterium? Deuterium. Deuterium. God, you're such a nerd. (laughs) It's helpful in this case, though, so I'm appreciative of it. Uh, Helium-3... Deuterium? Fusion drives could take passengers from Earth to Jupiter in less than a year, making several stops in the belt en route. Precisely calibrated gravitational assists enabled ships to land on the Jovian moons deep within Jupiter's gravity well, I'll say. (laughs) Human colonies dotted the belt in an ever-expanding nimbus of entrepreneurial zeal. Now, there's a line. (laughs) That's kind of a good line. It sounds like something a Republican presidential candidate would say. Ever-expanding nimbus of entrepreneurial entrepreneurial zeal. No, no, it's too too, uh, literary. And there was a large, vibrant colony on Ganymede. Oh, I did it right. A large vibrant colony on Ganymede whose trailing hemisphere sucked up eight rems per day of killing radiation and whose surface temperature plunged as low as a slutty neckline. No, sorry. Plunged as low (laughs) as 180 (laughs) degrees Celsius at night. So you may be wondering, how do we stay stay alive out here? A voice drawled. I am wondering that. I didn't draw that voice. I'm not good at draws.
0: So you may be wondering. (laughs) There you go. How are we going to survive out here?
1: That's good. Pretty good, right? But it's a woman. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was a man. <laughs> None of the 77 ers That's really not hard, easy to say. Wait, it really
0: says 77 ers Yeah, great.
1: None of the 77-ers thought of replying. They were sprinting across the ice towards the rovers. They wore EVA suits. Do you know what that is, nerd? Environmental... vehicular something. Oh, my something. God, you know. God, every nerd out there is just loving you. They wore EVA suits with outer system temperature tolerances, and the best integrated shielding that U.N. taxpayer money could buy. That was written by a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, Elf- Elfrada hardly dared to look at the radiation counter in her face plates display, which was clocking up the millirems. Is it rem a thing?
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, it's a unit of radiation.
1: Mm, naturally. It was clocking up the millirems at terrifying speed. They were all one stumble away from maxing out their EVA allowances for the year.
0: Oh, boy. This is
1: the first test, she thought. We hide, the voice said. There was a trick to running fast in microgravity. Keep your feet together and hop like a kangaroo. (laughs) While bounding along like this, Elfrida managed to steal a look at Jupiter wowza almighty she thought what she okay. definitely didn't think that no no it, no that's not a thing you can think first of all that's the 77 that's, or like 18 ers that, so that's
0: exactly right yeah it's a thing it's a thing you could say but wouldn't wouldn't not a thing you, you could think.
1: think wowza almighty she thought grateful that her life had included this moment <laughs> that's just a weak <laughs> sentence <Yeah>, all together yeah. <laughs> the gas giant filled more than half of ganymede's black sky Flawed jewel, failed star, king of the planets that lit the ice of Neath Crater with a toasty glow. Wow! Mm. How does he write the previous sentence and then get this literary this to- diary toasty out? glow thing?
0: Is making me hungry.
1: <laughs> she spotted Ganymede's shadow, a black dot on the ivory equatorial band, and a- then her assigned rover loomed over her.
0: A toasty glow is is what you see when you look into the toaster while right. it's operating, right? right?
1: Or into Jupiter,
0: apparently. yeah. So, I mean, Jupiter is like the toaster of the, the slot toaster of the solar system. Wow. That's, I mean, yeah, I'm a writer too. I like that.
1: Which slot does it go in?
0: Well, I mean, Jupiter has slots on the surface and you can put space bread into them and it pops out as space toast. It, this it wasn't a metaphor.
1: It wasn't. No, it was. It
0: was. You were just. It's literally that. That's literally. Astronomers were very surprised when they to found find the, the toe slots. slots of
1: Jupiter. That's <laughs> yeah. You've heard of the Great Red Spot. This is the Great Red Slot. Wow, I thought I found that last week. <laughs> and then her. And then her assigned. Sorry, April. And then her assigned rover loomed over her. It had no airlock. But this week it's gone missing again? (laughs) It had no airlock, just a hatch under its skirt of icicles. What are we talking about?
0: (laughs) Wait, 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 stop, stop, right there. Um, Hatch under its skirt of icicles is uh, what I would be looking for if I went to Sweden.
1: Right? Right. Pretty good? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Alfreda climbed into an unpressurized steel box. More trainees pushed in, some of them flipping upside down in their
0: haste. Um, an unpressurized steel box is something that the robot had.
1: <laughs> um, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, they were packed in helmet to ass. I noticed this line, too. Um w- why? I mean, most people would would grab for packed in like sardines. So I give them credit for not going for some like overused trope. But it doesn't make sense,
0: does? it? it I mean, like it kind of does. I mean, but would they be packed in like? It it makes it sound like like they were they were like tossed into a dumpster like a like a.
1: That's what I think is happening. Okay. there's there's no uh, gravity there, so the people are flipping and, oh, and okay. flopping. Like I forgot about gravity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did they? Because they yeah. just they this. I miss gravity. I miss gravity. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. No, I thought it would be cool when they turned the gravity off for us all just to be like floating around and like, you know, oops, I accidentally like yeah. uh, put my face in your crotch. Sorry about that. But it turns out it gets old.
1: It does get old. And it depends on like, especially like how, how sturdy is this EVA outer protective lining? Like if you're a helmet to ass. That's a good point.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it can absorb, um, you know, millirems of
1: radiation, but can it absorb farts? <laughs> That's, uh, who knows? They were packed in helmet to ass. The rover was a lot smaller on the inside than on the outside. As most things are. That doesn't even make any fucking sense.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about it, like everything, you know, the... <laughs> I mean,
1: it's, it's just, I know what he's trying to say, but he could have said it in a different way. Yeah,
0: no, it doesn't make sense. So,
1: Four fifths of this rover's mass is ice, said their friendly guide. It's a regular four-ton crawler like you see everywhere. We print out plastic molds contoured to its shape, fill them with water, let them freeze. Hey, presto, instant radiation shielding. Nice. I, so I it's one like big fucking ice cube machine. Um,
0: yeah, four-ton crawler was one of my favorite uh, professional wrestlers <laughs> of the 80s.
1: Um, so they print, they print, they, they, they laser print a huge hollow ice cube. This is what I'm imagining. Yeah. And people can live in it because they're not getting radiation. Yeah, I thought this
0: part was was genuinely pretty cool. Can
1: radiation, is that true that radiation can't go through ice? Don't know. So, what I'm trying to get at is, should I dive in my ice machine if shit hits the fan?
0: Yes. Okay. That just because it would look funny, like because your face would be in the freezer. I'd be
1: I'd be helmet to ass in that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: you'd be you'd be in there like you know on the on the downside nuclear war on the upside like here's a Trader Joe's lamb vindaloo I didn't know was in there <laughs> and it just got cooked. <laughs> Unfortunately, so did I.
1: But then I'd be like, God damn it, pesto ice cubes don't protect you from radiation. Good point. The rovers drove into a hole in the ground, which turned out to be the spaceport terminal and also where Porky's 3 was filmed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bots trundled between administrative domes and stacks of cargo containers. There was a tram station. That was what it looked like anyway. <laughs> Wait, again. Why? Why? <laughs> you know whether it's a tram, a tram station, station or, or not. not that's so strange <laughs> people in spacesuits stood waiting on a loop-shaped platform the 77ers disembarked and shuffled onto the platform still hate it still hate 77ers still no hate you'll it. get
0: used to it after after the 17th time the
1: 77th time a sleek capsule coasted out of a hole in the wall they got in and took their seats the capsule glided around the loop and plunged straight down Okay, that
0: was a lot of, like, just transferring from vehicle to vehicle. Right. Like, you know... Haven't we gotten better at that shit? After this, I'm going to get on the bus, and then I'm going to change to the train. Do you want to hear all about that?
1: Did you see that movie, Trams, Rovers, and...
0: (laughs) Yeah, R.I.P. John Candy.
1: Here on Ganymede, we're all about innovation. That's why we had a... Here's an aside, that's why we had to transfer vehicles 20 times. (laughs) Yeah, and why we still have fucking wet wipes. We are all about innovation. God, I thought I took a one-way, uh, nonstop trip. This is a mag maglevator. That's not a word, right? Real word, right? <laughs> I don't
0: right? think so. This is a
1: maglevator. I have to look at Matthew every time there's a word like this to see if it's a real thing or not. An yeah, eleva- you picked a dangerous book to start this experiment I on. I know. An elevator that runs on magnetic suspension. Is that a thing? Magnetic suspension? Well, there are maglev trains,
0: so I I think in theory, you could make a magnetic elevator. I don't know if there would if there's a reason to.
1: There are maglev trains.
0: <laughs> yeah, like in uh, there's. I mean, there's. I think there's only like one or two that are actually like in commercial operation. But there's one in China, so it's like a train that has magnets built into the bottom of the train and magnets built into the track, so that it levitates above the track. So there's very little friction.
1: Question. Yeah. When I'm out socializing with people, is this what you're reading about? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think that's exactly it.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm on Ganymede, <laughs> drinking love juice, and, I'm and coma. riding around, uh, you know, <laughs> s- stealing wet wipes and riding around on various <laughs> forms of space transit.
1: We're a good team. Their seats swung to keep them upright while the maglevator descended. It's hard to say that. <laughs> it's, it gets dumber every time you say it. <laughs> the voice explained that Ganymede obtained most of its power from... Oh, fuck me. (laughs) Matt, oh God. I don't know what you're about to say. I'm not looking at the book. I'm trying to get enough breath. Magnetohydrodynamic generators. Sure. On the trailing side of the moon. The MHD generators converted Jupiter's lethal radiation into a boon by slowing down (laughs) charged ions and converting Mm -hmm. them into electricity, the opposite of what happened inside ion thrusters, as used for (laughs) (laughs) small-scale... And the rest of the book is all an explanation of made-up space
0: technology. Becky just grayed out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you decelerated too fast and, and injected all your
1: love juice. The magal Fuck! <laughs> the maglevator... Magal God! The, Whatever. That shitty The thing. elevator.
0: If there w- ever was a magnetic super elevator, we would just
1: call it an elevator. The elevator stopped. There was a wait. And then they started to descend again. That's worthy of a sense. Great. Our colony was established beneath the crater because it's easy to dig here. Neath is a penadome formed by an upward bulge of ice. That sounds rude. Cold and texted to Alfreda. Penadome. No bulge. I think both. <laughs> Pen- what's a penatome, pen-a-dome? penadome. Yeah. I don't know. It's. Uh, I mean, it's a dome that sounds like a penis, right? Oh, okay. I thought it was like a certain-sided. I don't know. Thing. maybe. Okay. I'd say, like I said, every word here. I'm not sure if it's a thing or not.
0: Anyway, the, the I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like stake my claim here that something isn't a word.
1: I got so excited by the penadome that I ripped my my audio out of my audio jack, my oh, audio yeah. cable out of my audio jack. And then yeah, then you went ass over helmet. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, whatever, blah blah, boring. I'm gonna just keep going. <laughs> um, viscous relaxation. Elfrida texted shortle. <laughs> they say what they're doing dewy- it's kind of well yeah it's you not
0: could- i think it's not acceptable to like put something funny and then have the character say that was funny
1: right and i guess they're not using emojis i feel, so I feel they like say the word doing
0: that neutralizes a joke in the same way the ice neutralizes the killing radiation
1: agreed of Jupiter. agreed i would say it a little bit different but yeah agreed no i said it right okay <laughs> it feels as if they had been going down forever <laughs> yeah yeah Damn right. Your mother lies lies 70 kilometers deep, buried beneath the ice of Neath Crater. And this is the point where I actually thought, is this book like a parody book? It's a satirical book. Yeah. Yes, you heard that right. Our city is named after the ship that brought the first colonists, Ganymede. The Your Mother is So Ugly. Really? They thought it was funny at the time. Elfrida did too. At least they have a sense of humor, she texted Colden.
0: Oh, is this supposed to be? I don't know when this book came out, but is this supposed to be a reference to Twenty (laughs) Two Seventy Six? Bodie McBoatface. Oh,
1: very possibly. You know, they
0: let they let like the public vote on the name for the spacecraft, and they named it. Your mother is so ugly.
1: Oh, it, will you tell the listeners what, what Bodie McBoatface in case they missed it? Oh, it was
0: a thing it was a in, British, in, in Br- England Britain, where yeah. they said they were going to let uh, the, the people weigh in on uh, what should they name their new battleship or something. And the winner yeah. was Bodie McBoatface. And then they're like, nope, we're not going to do that. I think it was an
1: ex- exploratory vessel. But anyway, okay. but whatever. But like, yeah, Bodie McBoatface. And mm-hmm. I think that's amazing. Oh, yeah. I but think... they didn't accept it. I know.
0: It sucks. Democracy is weird because, like, you vote on some things and they're like, nah, we're not going to do no, that. Right. And Oh, <laughs> Friday did, too. At
1: least they have. What a... I'm saying <laughs> is, <laughs> if Donald
0: Trump wins the election, can we say, I'm sorry, this is a Bodie yes. face situation?
1: <laughs> I would like to think <laughs> like, we would do that.
0: <laughs> clearly, no one was serious. No one thought this through. <laughs> right? We are not we are not naming our country uh, green Cheeto face. I mean, orange Cheeto face. <laughs> Why did I say green? I don't know. (laughs) I think we're getting all worked out. By the the way, we're at like forty-five minutes now.
1: Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We're going to jump ahead um, because we can do that. It's kind of fun. Yeah. So uh, Elfrida and Colden, the two uh, delinquent nineteen-year-old girls, uh, are now in the Y Zone, which is a (laughs) place that is supposed to be like off limits, and it's where all the bad stuff happens. And so it's this is supposed to be a joke that like it's like a crotch, right? The Y Zone, Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like a a red light district. Yeah. Yeah. In your crotch. Okay. As soon as they got to their hotel, Elfrida and Colden dumped their bags and made a beeline for the Y Zone. Although at 19, they were underage, they talked their way into one of the famous offline clubs. All electronic signals were jammed at the door. That, that
0: is what's happening in my apartment right now. <laughs> I I thought my internet was broken. It turns out I actually live in, in one the of y the hottest zone. clubs in the galaxy. This is the Y zone right here. Yep. Yeah, it is.
1: All electronic signals were jammed at the door. Once inside, you had no idea who anyone was, no profile data, no way to Google them, nothing. Okay, let's stop here yep. okay way to go google 2277 yep. still being googled
0: they got it locked up god except except then they now they call it space google
1: something this anonymity generated a li- libertinus is that like like libertinus Did i say that right what how does it spell Libertinus. l-i-b-e-r-t-i-n-o-u-s it's like liberty or libertarian, like a free. I'm I, assuming. I've never heard that well, word I, before.
0: I don't know. I would say, I, I think libertine is the adjective and the noun. I don't think libertinous is a word. Okay, well, anyway. i this here is where I'm, I'm taking a stand. You are. That's not a word.
1: <laughs> this anony- anonymity generated a libertinous atmosphere, helped along by 160 BPM folk music. Yeah, and also fr- doesn't make sense. And freely available love juice of a higher quality than the girls had scored on series. Phew. Filled with a sense of freedom, Elfrida hooked up with a skinny blonde woman off some trading ship. Yeah, okay, so how did you feel that El- Elfrida Frida turned out to be a lesbian? <laughs> well, obviously I felt good. Okay, Did good. you feel good? Sure. Okay. She lost track of Colden after that. They reconnected at the end of the night in the Y-Zone's famous street market. There you are, Colden exclaimed. Hey baby, you want to reconnect in the Y Zone? Ooh, ooh. Someone's got a loved-up gleam in her eyes. Nice. The real thing, Alfreda smirked, beats the injectable version every time. That was a lesbian joke. <laughs> pl- pl- That's pretty good. <laughs> pl- plumes of litter drifted. This is my favorite. Pa- this is my favorite paragraph of the whole okay. book. Plumes of litter drifted in a low gravity. Loved up clubbers cacophonously Loved sang. Up clubbers. I, I love this line. Loved up clubbers cacophonously <laughs> sang ballads. Just say that at home. Loved, Loved up, up clubbers, clubbers cacophonously, cacophonously sang ballads. That's a great line. Yeah. Elfrida and Colden both decided to get a new piercing as a souvenir of Ganymede. Yes. Elfrida lay back in the chair, legs wide, enjoying the chilly air on her crotch. There was, after all, no rational reason one shouldn't be naked in public. Oh, passerby smirked. That's actually not a smirk. She arched. <laughs> no, it's not. She's arched her back, clawing at floating drug vial wrappers. Sure. Okay, so now sh- here's the thing. She lay back in the chair. So is she getting a tattoo right now, or is this I a chair on the street?
0: I don't know what's happening. She's
1: naked passerby. So I think she's getting a tattoo, a clit tattoo.
0: Or not and a she's well, in the tattoo. It said piercing. Oh, pier- right? I'm sorry,
1: piercing. Yeah. She's in the window of- I hope
0: a clit tattoo isn't a thing. Oh, it absolutely is. Okay,
1: fine. Um, Gosh, for sure. And I don't even need to, I'm going to put put my fist down and say 100% never having seen a clit tattoo, that there is such a thing as a clit tattoo. Okay, no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that, that it just seems painful. If there are <laughs> eyeball tattoos- What? I don't want to know about this either.
0: You don't know this? I don't want to know.
1: I'm going to tell you. They- <laughs> People have like black. Um, what's the white part called again? Retina. Retina? Uh, the no, no. The uh, pupil. Pupil. No, not not pupil. Pupil the, is the inside hole. The 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 white part. Oh, the
0: conjunctiva.
1: Oh, conjunctiva. People have dyed, uh, tattooed colors, so you can look in someone's eyes, but and like they're all with black. a needle. I don't know how to do it. Oh, I didn't. I don't know more than that.
0: Yeah, you can like blow up thing. an eyeball. I know. But... <laughs> okay. if, I mean, if you're if if you're cool and want to live on the edge.
1: All right. Listeners, that is the end that's of our... That's as far as we're going to get uh, with this go. And that's our new way of doing books. And we want to know from you if well, you think it's good I don't want to commit to it yet. I, that's our new way of doing books today.
0: Let's see what the people think. If the people want us to change our names to Bodie and Mick McBoatface, we have to do it. It's the law. Unless it's stupid and then we do what we want. Right. Um... Okay. Would you like to hear what our next book is? I, I think you're going to be very excited. Is it a
1: Jewish romance? You it's, promised.
0: Oh, uh, let me, let me bring, before I uh, announce our next book, let me bring that to the people also, because I tried to find a Jewish romance and I could not find one that met our criteria. So I, if, uh, if anyone can help, that would be great. The, this is the, cri- these are the criteria. Uh, it has to be not an intentionally funny book. Uh, It has to be bad and it has to have at least a hundred reviews on Amazon.
1: I'm going to, can I, I'm going to, this is a democracy. So I'm going to (laughs) say there were parts of this book that I found funny. So I think that if there's some humor, it's okay. Yes. And I'm also going to say it doesn't necessarily have to be bad. It has to have be full of things that are worth commenting upon. You're absolutely
0: right. Yeah. Okay. But if it's like a serious world war two romance involving Nazis, we're not going to do that. That's true. Um, I mean, unless it's really funny. It has
1: to have good, (laughs) immature material to come in Right.
0: Okay, our book next week, (laughs) Firefight by Brandon Sanderson, the sequel to Steelheart.
1: Yes! Yes!
0: So, uh, yeah, Steelheart, definitely my favorite thing we've ever done on the show. Absolutely. I have high hopes for this one. I don't think it can possibly be as good as Steelheart, but it's certainly not going to be bad. When are we going back to Sherilyn? Oh, that's a very good question. Oh, yeah, she's definitely my second favorite. She's second favorite. Anytime you want.
1: Okay. All right. Well, uh, hey, thanks for listening, and please leave us a review. You can yep. give us your version of our roller derby names. We'll post those on our Facebook page. Yeah, you can, uh, which is facebook.com slash
0: TBC, um, which this week stands for uh, Look Inside This... Uh, Blast
1: Channel. Nice. I don't know.
0: That that sounds like a space <laughs> thing. Okay. I like it. <clears throat> uh, and uh, on the web at lookinsidethisbookclub.com, uh, in your ears uh, right now and two weeks from now. And uh, we'll see you with Firefight.
1: Oh, hey, also one thing. Matthew and I are heading to Osaka, Kobe, and Kyoto. And if you have any suggestions for our trip, we're leaving soon.
0: Can we say non-temple or shrine suggestions? Definitely
1: no to de- Anything weird, wacky, or delicious. Loud, loud, very loud in my ears.